Go Loud presents Around the World in 80 Gays. The only time that I've had um, a, a real knock was in 2012 when I uh, had to come away from a, a major label and, and I really thought I was hot yeah. shit. And, I and you had think a it's the end ego. of the world, don't you? Um, I've been through that. I've never yeah. had failure, so I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> totally Woo-hoo! lying. Totally Daily. lying. <laughs> Around the world, around the world, in 80 gays, in 80 gays, around the world, around the world, in 80 gays, in 80 gays, heroes of our bygone days who fought for freedom and equality. Icons anthems coming out, pronouns drag queen struggles, life and love. Around the world, around the world, in 80 gays, in 80 gays, around. Welcome to Around the World in 80 Gays, a podcast hosted by me, Catherine Lynch. And me, Brian Kennedy. Now, each week we talk about gay culture, gay inspirations and, of course, gay icons. And Brian is still dropping every celebrity's <laughs> name he's ever met. This is Around, Around the, the World, World in, in 80, 80 Gays. Here we are. <laughs> they say a Wallace bird in the hand studio is worth two other podcast guests in the bush. Hey! And lucky for us, she's sitting about a foot away from us right now. Now, her latest album, which is her seventh album, by the way, wow. was released earlier this year and she's currently on tour right now. Lucky for us, she has taken time out of her very busy schedule to talk to us. We've been looking forward to this for months, haven't we, Brian? Ah, Finally, we're here, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, batten down the hatches. Welcome to the podcast, Wallace Bird. (laughs) (laughs) Hiya, Wallace. I'm deadly. Thanks very much. That was lovely. Oh, you're very welcome. We're so delighted to have you. I'm delighted to be here. Thanks for having me. Can I get straight in there? Because um, uh, Mm. Wallace Bird, what a name. Do you know what, Wallace? I I was saying to Catherine earlier, I actually Googled it thinking, that can't be her real name. Yeah. But it is. Yeah, yeah. It's on my passport and everything. Where does it come from, the the, the whole... I mean, look, obviously we're thinking of Wallace and Gromit, completely different spelling. Yeah, Wallace Simpson. I was thinking of that. Anyone listening, please. That's Brian Wallace. But William Wallace. But W-A-L-L-I-S. Is that like, you know, in Irish history, sometimes you take on your first name was a relative surname all those mm-hmm. years ago. Is that yeah. the case with yours? Uh, no, it's kind of, it's taken from two things. So my dad worked in Tara Mines. He was a shift boss and they used to deal with distribution of Wallace's coal, W-L-L-A-C-E. <gasps> You're a coal miner's daughter. I am a coal miner's oh, daughter. And beautiful. then when I was born, I was named after Wallace Simpson because she was selling jewellery. Right. There was a piece about her in the in the newspaper, so I like to say that I'm half royalty. Oh, you half are working class. illusions yeah. of grandeur. I love yeah, it. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Of Not course. delusions. You're illusions. like a, it's the Tories <laughs> and Labour Party all yeah. rolled into uh, one. <laughs> exactly. Do you know who I think? Exactly, I am? exactly, exactly. <laughs> that is hilarious. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's through my, my real name, and the rest of my family have all wild names like. Um, Lyndon, Edgar, Tamara, um, Patricia, John, James and Stephen. And sure, wow. like, there was like a hundred Your of parents us, so. sound like drama queens. They were gas people. They yeah. are gas people. Yeah, yeah they're and just And are anybody, uh, any of your other siblings in the arts? Yeah, so my brother Stephen, he's in a, in a band. They're called you have to be with a name like that. Like yeah. You're born to be a star. <laughs> Everybody calls him Bird and I was always really yeah. jealous of that deadly nickname Bird. Yeah. And, um, and of course we have Birdie. You know all about Birdie, I'm sure. The, the singer-songwriter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, Wallace Bird wild. is just... I she's way that. better. 
I got to say, that in one opinion? Her, she's real good looking. In whose opinion? Well, you're gorgeous. <laughs> thing, oh, my God. Two right. things that struck I'll me about you. I'll give you your tenor afterwards. Do you remember the yeah. last time that we... Oh, more than a tenor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 50 euro, thanks very much. Grat, grat. Last time I saw you, we bumped into you in the street with a certain uh, Patty Bliss. Yeah, that's right. You were right. about to go into uh, her bar and do a whole big yeah. feature for Hot Press. Yeah. Um, and the thing, I have to absolutely be truthful with you, Alice, and I'm, I said this to Catherine before, I had no idea you were gay. Now, it oh, never right. occurred to me to think about it at, cool. at all. But okay. I just thought to myself, God, Ninja that's gay. even better. She's, she's <laughs> Ninja gay as well. Gay. I love that. That's a brilliant title. <laughs> it, what, say, I missed that. Say Ninja that gay. Ninja gay. I love it. I, now, I could be rude and say Ninja gay, but I'm not going to say that. That's just, well, you've already a, said it, so and you are rude. Yeah. So um, <laughs> are you somebody that had a really comfortable journey with coming out as gay? Is this a newfound confidence that you have about it? Or do you think, you know what, Brian? I don't even really speak about it very much. I just be it that's three no. questions I love it okay so answer number one uh, in, in three parts um, I think I think I've always been I think my my protest or my coming out was to just be so bloody normal that it would annoy everybody into submission uh-huh. that they just have to kind of go all right uh, so gay people are not sick demented uh, weirdos yeah and that was kind of, that was my kind of defiance about yeah, it. Yeah, just like, well you, well, you were ahead of yourself then. You were normalising it from the yeah, get-go. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember I grew up like in a really Catholic background and I don't know, I was an altar server and... No way. Yeah, you know, and I was like, oh, I think Jesus is a good dude and, you know, this God person <laughs> can like kiss my arse. But um, yeah. it was it was kind of like, I didn't, I found it kind of ridiculous and sad how people felt about gay people. I found it really sad and kind of like you're supposed to be Christian, you're supposed to love people and um, yeah. there you are ruining your day mm. worrying about me and I don't need to be worried about I'm My God, the home. priest in Listole has just yeah, recently right. just brought it. us all back to the 50s. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, he's what? trying to. I know yes. and those moments are great because we all like protesters, the whole country, you know, yeah. even the bishops, you know. So, so that was good. those moments are quite good, aren't mm. they? They're brilliant because yeah. they tell us about where we used to be. Yeah. And he sounds yeah. so archaic when he's yeah. speaking like that. I know, so and it, it's, it's proof so that we've moved on. How bad it was. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us yeah. what part of the world is that you're talking about? That you were the altar? Uh, I was in a very small town called Galbally in oh. uh, in Enniscorthy, yeah. between Enniscorthy and Wexford. Right. Really good parish, I have to say, like a lovely, lovely area. Mm. And um, when gay marriage was being voted in, our priest at the time said, now, OK, I'm going to talk about the marriage referendum. We all know somebody that's gay. So I want you to be kind and vote. Accordingly. Wow. And, and, and I was like, roaring in the back. And my were. sister was beside me. She went, fair play to you, father. <laughs> <laughs> so it was class. You know, that was is really the moment, good. though, that, you know, that, you know, that there's humanity out there and that Christianity isn't all dead. You know, yeah, yeah, because yeah. when you're I'm from a small town as well, and there's some part of religion that we need to the spiritual part of it. We yeah. don't like the religion, but there's a spirituality being raised by the village as such, you yeah, know, it takes and a village, doesn't it? It yeah. takes a village. And do you feel that that the village embraced you as a gay woman. Yeah, yeah. Um, they did. And I, I have this painful need to be likeable. Yeah. And so I was like... Lead in, singer syndrome, darling. Oh, That's what it is. So desperate. <laughs> so I'd always try and get on with everybody because I knew that they knew. And even if I was out or not, I was like, yeah. I had this duty to be kind of... I knew that I was being a representative for gay right. people in my village so I was like right. okay I'm going to try my best just to get on with everybody did you kind of snog boys along the way was I it did, always yeah. girls 
Oh my God, did I? Uh-huh. I was an Olympic snogger. It was like, <laughs> I, could, I was trying to fill a void, so they say. Um, uh-huh. So it was a lot of behind the hay bales and... You're just reminding me, yeah. like we used to in our local disco, disco go on the shift. Do you remember oh, yeah. you go on the shift and you go oh, around yeah. and you kiss as many boys as you could. Oh, yeah. And right. you come back, many did you kiss? Really? Yeah. Five. Five. I kissed yeah. You're like, five. Yeah. five. That, you oh, sound yeah. like a little yeah, early there. Catherine, I got told to stop. Yeah, did you? Yes. Oh, yes. oh I love you. I you would have been my uh, uh, wing woman. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Catherine, come here. <laughs> but what was the moment? Like, was there a moment, let's say, when you were watching TV or whatever whatever you were doing at that point, was there a kind of a gay icon moment where you just thought, no, what is, what is that? Why does that resonate with me? In terms of a gayness where you thought that's something yeah. that's not the regular thing that's going on here. Yeah. What was that moment, if Ooh, you can remember? I think it, what springs to mind is Miss Piggy. <laughs> Miss Piggy? Yeah, Miss Piggy it. was like this badass kind of most likely bisexual mm-hmm. um, total you know, feminist, wasn't she? Yeah, well. total feminist. Slapping the men. Um, <laughs> yeah, something about that. I remember being like, oh, I feel funny looking at Miss Piggy. Mm-hmm. And um then after that, it was I got into music and I started listening to um, this artist, Ani DeFranco. When oh, I was, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I was 11 when Ani came into my life. Who and, is Ani DeFranco? Uh, Sorry, I'm sure my ignorance. Oh, no. Um, this It's a folk uh, grassroots icon. Now, oh, wow. Using the first that woman the that I'd heard way. of. She, she basically ignored all of the major labels, yeah. set up her own label called Righteous Babes Music. Mm-hmm. And she became this massive star in America. So wow. she would sell out uh, Carnegie Hall. Yep. And yeah. And I, I remember I, I heard the live album from Carnegie Hall. She walks out, she just goes, practice, practice. Yeah. Remember that's because, lady, you need to practice to remember the ad. Correct. That's right. <laughs> Can exactly. you tell me the way to Carnegie Hall? Yeah. Lady, you need a practice. practice. So she, <laughs> Annie yeah. just walks out. Yeah. I did a gig with Annie in The Mean Fiddler. Did you? I did many, Class. many years ago, 30 years ago, maybe. Fat Lady Sings mm-hmm. and uh, Annie DeFranco and I just happened to be there so I got to oh say hi God. to her. What really hit me hard about her was her guitar playing. I love her yeah. singing, of course yeah. I do, but a guitar player. You know, people often go on yeah. about how women can't, they aren't as good guitar players. Mm-hmm. I mean, hello, Joni Mitchell. Bonnie Raitt don't get me started yeah. Yeah. Chrissy Hind but um, yeah she's just one of those women you just think my god mm-hmm. you know, the power of her you yeah. know, I can understand why you were seduced by oh her oh my god like when I first heard that guitar it was a song called Loom and yeah. it just comes in with this huge guitar pounding sound and uh, I'm, I've goosebumps thinking oh, about it I can see them oh my god I'm touching like it was a very I'm a fan I'm of Annie now yeah. as well. well it was it's a good defining bumps yeah, it was a t- look. Go on, Annie. Um, yeah. Your ears are burning. Uh, defining moment because I used to really hammer the guitar, and there mm. was nobody that did it. And um, when I heard that, then my friend was like, "Listen to this now," and it, and it came in, mm. and I just went, "Oh my god!" And my life absolutely changed from then on. Just a, a, a deft hefty guitar player yeah. really spoke to me uh-huh. and then wow. the lyrics came out and it was about queerdom and yeah. and about being searching your way through the wading through um feministic world and um being really true to yourself it was Aww. just I mean she had wow, a would you icon? agree with yeah. me I mean I would say she nearly was like a kind of an American version of Sinead O'Connor in, in some yeah. senses in yeah. that kind of mostly a shaved head vibe sometimes right. not always yeah. okay. but like uh, that kind of like I'm in charge get mm. out of my way okay. I'm going to listen to her and, it, and was yeah. there any one particular song that was your anthem um, uh, along the way it doesn't have to be her but for uh, sure it, it was called Little Plastic Castles uh, she sings about 
laughing at the people watching herself and her, her girlfriend at the time come into this like small one town, one horse town into the cafe and they're wearing like leather shorts and rubber bras and oh, stuff wow. and uh, <laughs> careful order and coffee. I think these people want to shoot us. And I just thought yeah. like, and it was a love story about like, look at you walking in that door. You're yeah. lighting up my life, uh, careful order and coffee and stuff. Yeah. And it's it's um, met with these it's a gorgeous arrangement. It's like a real New Orleans, yeah. huge bra section, totally joyful. And um, yeah, it gets me, gives me this sense of joy of like existence uh-huh. and my place on earth every time I hear it. So oh, that'd be wow. my song. Oh, yeah. that's a beautiful You heard role. it here first. Andy DeFranco, for those people who've never heard of her, go look her up. Well, I'm certainly mm-hmm. a fan even yeah, after yeah. the conversation. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So Fantastic. you're living in Berlin. Yeah. And um, what's it like living in Berlin? I've often been fascinated about what mm. a daily activity and is. And why Berlin? Mm. Why, why did you go to Berlin? Uh, Berlin, the first time I went there was you walked, I walked into somebody's house and there was this huge open plan kitchen with a piano in it, uh, beautiful art everywhere and, a, and just a, a, a like a, a real makeshift kitchen looking into the room. It was just made for yeah. space and having people over. And I said, uh, oh, did you buy this house? And they were like, no, we're renting. Mm. And that to me was like coming from Ireland and renting in Ireland. Come, uh, and I just said, oh, my God. OK, so this is a this is a whole other thing that I hadn't experienced. I was only 20. Mm. And then we went out that night and we went to a bar called Roses. And there's pink, fuzzy carpet all <gasps> over the walls. to that bar. It stays <laughs> uh, in my imagination Mary forever. Virgin Mary iconography hanging upside down on the walls. <laughs> dolls hanging everywhere. And just tat. Tat oh, everywhere. Fantastic. I like, actually, that, when I think of Berlin, yeah. I think of that bar. I want yeah. to go back to it. Yeah, yeah. It was, that was a real like, oh my God, where am I? I've mm. entered into the belly of the beast. And um, it's really, historically, it's dark and dank and, and uh, angry and... Uh, uh, poetic German. and German and <laughs> mm. and it, it's like a mixture of immediate art and filth and graffiti everywhere. It's dirty place and it's a poor place and and post Berlin Wall too. Yeah. You know that but sudden freedom. Is yes. that not all yeah. the perfect yeah. ingredients? To be a bohemian city, you know. Yeah, yeah. And the melancholy that hangs over it. Yeah, it's grey. The weather's terrible in, in winter. It's minus 20. <laughs> oh, People, Jesus, it's not for everybody. Really, really terribly not for everybody. And um, But it's uh, it's a utopia for freedom. There's a lot of gay sex clubs. There's a, and regular clubs are, are sex clubs. Mm. There's Brian, this kind Ryan of utopia. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry what? I was too busy looking at my app there. <laughs> uh, yeah. oh, it's I'm a, not a big sex club. Are you a sex club person? Is that your yeah, thing? I mean, I love it. Like, uh, yeah. nakedness to me is something that I've grown really yeah. into. Um, it kind of levels everybody. Yeah. It levels everybody. And when you find yourself having a chat with, a, like, an almost seven foot, um, like, man who has lived life well and you're just having a chat with a completely naked man looking up at yeah, him yeah. In, wow. uh, while techno's playing mm. on in the background. And you're chatting about art and there's no... There's no um, sex involved. It's yeah. innocent. Yeah, just nakedness. a freedom involved. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, yeah. So that to me is like Jesus, my leveling. being is all tingly. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's something that we have to, as women in Ireland, actually just mm. de-shroud, isn't it? A like, de-shrouding is yeah. the way to put it. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm definitely going to go to a sex club now. Sorry, mom. You can't come. <laughs> you, you, you can You're so well. Catholic, Catherine. Right? You're always considering your mother. I know. <laughs> so sweet. Me too. Yeah. Um, that's hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, no, that sounds fascinating. 
fascinating and I just like I want to go to Berlin actually there's a mm. poetry workshop that I want to go to so I think I'll survive for a month there um, yeah I'll, I'll go no it's a poetry it's sex so... workshop Catherine oh that sounds yeah. great yeah, actually yeah it does yeah I put your name down you don't mind do you called G-Spot <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> so seventh album Hands the yes. first thing we're struck by is the artwork yeah. and then yeah. looking at you Wallace Bird in person yeah. can we ask about the finger incident please of course You're, are you left handed guitar player I'm a left handed guitar player I thought player, so I was yes. watching your videos last night thinking she left handed that looks left handed because you're few and far between right yeah yeah um, uh, Cormac Battle from uh, yes, yes. Curb Dog Curb also Dog. plays the same way uh, Paul McCartney Paul McCartney plays the same uh, way. There's a yes, lot of yeah. left-handers out there. Bob yeah. Geldof also. Mick Flannery. Yeah. Oh, is he? Uh, he is. I he call him Mick Flannery because all his fans wear flannel shirts. Yes. Yeah. I never I love put Mick that Flannery. Um, so tell us, can you <laughs> tell us how? That's funny, Brian. <laughs> Unusual. But uh, funny. Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> Next week on yeah. patronising. Um, um, tell us about what happened for the people at home. You can't see you. Your your yeah. pinky finger on your left hand is missing, but that's it actually is. your left hand guitar player. So yeah. is there a connection? Uh, there is. It had to be that way. I was um, born right-handed and I had a guitar in my hand from the, like I was given one at six months, which is, which goes, goes the story for my parents. It was so cute. Uh, kind of a, it, there was no thought behind it. It was just given to me. Yeah, and, lovely. Um, and I've had it in my hands ever since I could hold something. And Do you have they, the same guitar? Do you still yes, have that guitar? That's yeah, so fascinating. Yeah. I love that. It's in my parents' house. Um so I fell under a lawnmower when I was 18 months old. Ouch. And it chopped all my fingers off all the way across, right. thumb and everything. And oh, they yes, stitched it back incredibly. Um, incredibly well. Very, very well. Wow. So um, since then, I've relearned, I guess. I mean, you're you're a kid, so you pick yeah. up whatever. And sure. You don't really you don't really know any different. Yeah. And um, so I play a right handed guitar upside down. Ah, uh, like Jimi Hendrix. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it's been your superpower in the long run. Yeah, I completely. guess so. Yeah, I mean, the, the poor guitars that I've gone through, um, I play right strong guitar upside down, so it has a quite a, a yeah. different sound. Yeah. It's the high string hits first. and um, But yeah, I've I've considered it. And my the chords are upside bear, down right? too, aren't yeah. they? The chords are upside down. Yeah. Um, and that day, that the trauma, does it? D- did you suffer trauma from it or do you still have trauma from it? I don't. I, th- I think what I have is something is... Uh, I receive affection through pain. I find pain is some kind of a, a reckoning. I can understand pain yeah. very well and mm. it, it kind of punctuates time for me um, because I think I think um, when it happened to me such at a young age, some, some having, having some kind of trauma like that, being surrounded by like love and, and affection the all and petting you and yeah. making sure you're okay, little. Pe- I want to do it now. I yeah. know. I, I totally get it. Yeah. yeah so I, I kind of, uh, I feel I feel love with pain. I yeah. guess, and it does. Pain doesn't frighten me or something. Well, that's very well thought out and understood yeah. by yourself. That's because that's, you could have seen it yeah. as a handicap in some ways, yeah. and actually you turned it into the thing that sets you apart from. Now, just our listeners, yeah. all you have is a, a a tiny bit missing on the on the right hand, is it? I'm, yes, I'm a kid yeah. dog. I never know. Left, left hand. Right. Ah, yeah. Left hand. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Like and it's uh, and it, that's it. So it's just it does have it li- its limitations, but it's uh, because of that, I guess. I often try to surpass what I could do, or what I, I guess what other people thought I could do, because people would say, "Ah, oh, you have a handicap; you'll never be able to play yeah. the guitar as well as you could." And, and, and you that thought, "Want to fucking bet?" You want yeah, to watch out. Real boisterous, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what my mother, uh, when I was cutting a piece of material, once she goes, "Oh, you're awful awkward, Kate. You'll never be a hairdresser." And I went, 
That's exactly what part-time job I'm going to get. <laughs> yeah, deadly. They you say me, they pushed you harder. Yeah, doesn't like. it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that sets you apart though. Yeah, I suppose so. It yeah. made me more annoying. What was the music scene? Sure Did you do like an Enniscorthy Dublin stint mm-hmm. and then you thought Berlin? Is that what is that where you were headed? What was Dublin like for you? Uh, Dublin, I lived on right next to Pantybar. Um How When funny. I was here, yeah. And uh, so I lived here and studied in Ballyfermot. Oh, uh, right. College. What did you study? Um, music production, huh. uh, performance, all sorts. All it's of that. just a kind of... Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, all in what's that word encompassing all in, exactly yeah. and um, songwriting singing all that shit and, yeah. I, and I failed songwriting and, and singing but you're here no you haven't yeah well, seven albums it. later would tell me that you succeeded <laughs> yeah. very highly but it like, doesn't mean they're any good Brian like they can know when you're talking there. about that like creativity what do you do to restore your creativity it's fine when you're trundling along mm. like a you know like a juggernaut yeah. but when you hit that wall and you need to go back where how do you get that or how does it manifest um i consider this i can i consider it a joy and a pleasure uh to write i've always considered it a friend i know that i'm probably going to die on stage so <laughs> i'll just i've just I figured mini that stroke on stage i wouldn't <laughs> mind you know <laughs> stuck in a loop or something yeah um i'd like to do a tommy cooper yeah, stage, oh, yeah. with a fez on and everything yeah yeah, yeah. It'd be good wouldn't it the one day um yeah so i i guess uh, <laughs> my struggles with writing that never the the struggles that i had with writing came through like uh lack of confidence in myself or um going through a hard time like the only time that i've had um a, a real knock was in 2012 when I uh, had to come away from a, a major label and um, mm. and and I was a young like I really thought I was hot yeah. shit and I and you had think a it's huge the end of ego. the world don't you yeah I know yeah. but it wasn't anyone's fault like the music industry had radically changed yeah but you don't feel that it, way yeah. yourself true as yeah. Well. yeah you're you take, you take it, it really, really personally, personally yeah. yeah I've um, been through that I've never yeah. had failure so I don't know yeah well, then, yeah <laughs> totally lying totally lying. <laughs> Uh, no, but since then I figured like, oh, look, the only person that should tear me down or should challenge me or tear me down is myself. And and to be honest with you, I just have fun. I, I don't want to bog myself down. All I want to do is challenge myself and try and do better. And so your and approach has myself. changed to tours. Yeah. And, uh, has that changed in the last few years, your whole approach to touring? Absolutely. So ever since uh, ever since I had that dip in 2012, I decided that I'm just going to work with people I like. Yeah. Soundness comes yeah. first and high it talent like comes you, second. I would say, Wallace, that, that no more than any artist, you suddenly realise what your power is. Because there's only one yeah. of you. Yeah, you know, well, you're the fun. same, Brian. You you have yeah. gone out on your own as such. You're oh, Catherine. You know like, I don't like to talk about myself. I know. Um, <laughs> so tell me, Brian. <laughs> the therapist. Yeah. Chair, I never yes. heard yeah. this before. No, no, exactly. No, but I mean that what you're saying, I can absolutely relate to. But I think particularly in our industry, like I'm, I was old mates with Juliet Turner and people like that, women who would say to me, "It's just I just don't want to be surrounded by men all the time on the mm-hmm. road, mm-hmm. having to answer to men all the time in record companies, all that stuff." And uh, was that your experience in terms of coming through? You just think, you know what, I'm fucking sick of talking to these dudes um, who don't know what it's like to be a woman on the road. Um, I'm coming through a lot of, uh, it's funny because right now I'm only now beginning to unpack the shite that I've had to deal with. Yeah. And uh, so I'm not, I'm not angry about it. I'm just surprised at 
how now at the moment I'm working with a fully female band and yeah. I have been for Yay. 60 days and that's something I've been looking forward to because I said why am I denying myself this kind of a, an environment mm-hmm. um, so I sat down and I said okay fine I'm going to work just with women on stage mm-hmm. because that's a there is something divine and ancestral and uh, hidden and powerful uh, powerful about it that mm-hmm. I never experienced before and uh, what's class is for me, I'm enjoying it as much like we're mm-hmm. we're doing makeup together and yeah. we're yeah. massaging, mm-hmm. taking care and we're watching each other. Gilmore Girls in the evening. And yeah. it's very, very soft and also hilarious. And it's based around like high quality talent. Really mega, mega talent. Well, no and more I than yourself. And, and I, no more than yourself. It's wonderful. But and I think that's uh, an evolution of women's uh, relationships as well. Because yeah. back in the day, we'd be like paired against each other. You know, yeah. there was this yeah. thing about sort of yeah. thing, wasn't yeah. there? Like a Where, jealousy of your of your space taking up yeah. space or something like that. Yeah. Oh my gone. patch, bitch, and that's all yeah, gone. Yeah, it's all gone now, yeah. and it's fantastic. <laughs> the thing that yeah. really hit me hits me hard about your music is, and, and t- it's really a question in that you know some people start off with a title or they start off with a bit of a groove. Your music is so sexy sometimes in terms of the <laughs> the sexy groove going on. Like, you know, it's no surprise to me that you're saying you're not a stranger to sex clubs at all. Yeah, Una McEvitt said you were like Elvis on stage. Yeah, <laughs> she's a gay woman looking at a gay yeah. woman. Right. There you go. There's a niche. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I know Katie Lang doesn't do it anymore. Exactly. Oh, She's kind of moved on. But uh, no, I'm kidding. I adore Katie Lang. But no, yeah, I love it, her. Is it, do you have an obsession with with groove in that way, with rhythm in that way? I believe that it's the blood that runs through everybody is is the rhythm. Yeah. And um, some of us have shite rhythm and that's yeah. also extremely And that's sexy. interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I find I find people generally uh, in, incredibly um, attractive. I mean, Bjork, for example, has the most extraordinary relationship with rhythm, I think. Yeah. Like nobody else. But yeah. again, I was listening to a lot of your music last night and in the way in the car and it's it just seems so groove-based, which is you very exciting. You do too. You yeah, do too. Yeah. You have an embrace. Uh, you have a very, yeah. very... I love to dance. Dance yeah. is one of my favourite things. Yeah, you groove yeah. it out. Sometimes yeah, I do if I can. But yeah. I'm more predisposed. I do love an old ballad. Let's let's just oh, call mean. a spade a spade, you know. Oh, yeah. So listen, you know. the yeah. pair of you, um, what sort of advice would you give to young people coming up in the music industry oh, now today that you have really experienced both sides of the record company yes. industry and then going out on your own? Are you your own label these days as yeah. well? Yeah, me too. Um, I would quickly answer that because I'm really more interested in your answer. Um, I, I would quickly say, I don't listen to anybody else's advice so don't mm. listen to mine but you might listen to Wallace Bird's advice Wallace what would you say I was I was going to say what you said mm. I was going to say that too yeah but they're very different journeys aren't they in, in some ways all of the women artists I've ever known be it even somebody like Mary Black who you know most recently got the Lifetime Achievement Award yeah. you know we love Mary Black and you that, got a Lifetime Achievement Award I was there amazing. you were only 40 when you got you it what was that all about yeah. I know you just wow. think what is my career over but yeah. <laughs> I remember being there at the Meteor Awards you and were. Paul wow. Brady said you're way too young to get that that's right I agree wow. But I mean, that leads us very neatly, Catherine, into (laughs) a woman's heart. Yeah, yeah, you have a whole yeah. chapter yourself with with what Mary Black was initially part of and yeah, everything. Yeah. Eleanor McAvoy, obviously, yeah. who wrote the song. Mary Coughlin, you have a great relationship with, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh um, how do you feel about going into a woman's heart like that? What was that like when you got that call? I was extremely honoured because that uh, that was a big album for me and for Ireland. Yeah, it was like a backdrop, wasn't oh, it? Absolutely. Yeah. Like there, I. It was the score for women at the, t- yeah. at the time. Mega, mega. Yeah. I mean, I. I know it's a bit funny to say it, but I feel like domestic abuse really fell away. Yeah. And um, uh, 
respect for women really came to fore. Um, and wow. you've seen... I'm only seeing... I'm getting goosebumps now. You're right. Yeah, there was yeah. a major change when that album came out. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people shut the fuck up and listened. And I, I'd never seen men singing fathers crying. Yeah. Mm. Crying at the kitchen table, picking yeah. up their missus and dancing in, in like, oh. in the sitting room. <laughs> it was... It was phenomenal. When you the, think of Dolores as well, I haven't like yeah. I mean, exactly. Like, Dolores Keane, my mm, God, oh my oh, God, all of them. Do you know? Like, Logan goosebumps I'm again. Like goosebumps. there's, yeah. I mean, people at home, if you can't see this. But I can actually see goosebumps <laughs> on your arms. Can you see yeah. mine? Yeah. 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 Look at this. The party yeah. of freckles. You, can, <laughs> you can't. You can't. Uh, when I was out doing the shows with them recently, we started doing the shows with the RTU Concert Orchestra. Yeah, I saw those. They were beautiful. Oh my God. It Isn't so it the best good. feeling in the world? A wall the of sound power. like that behind you? It's like it's like being in a huge animal. Yeah. Being in wow. the belly of a huge animal when yeah. that happens. Mm-hmm. But uh <laughs> oh the amount of therapy that was going on in the in the audience when you see people just absolutely relive in these magic moments yes. that they had. And pain, a lot of pain lot being of pain. just cried out. Like so. those women actually did sacrifice a lot. A lot of uh, yeah. emotional energy went into that. And do you find that you have to give a lot of emotional energy into your shows and how do you cope with that? Um, I find that I do anyway, but mm. um, I, do you know what's funny is like I, I drawn back 10% to save it for myself. Good. Yeah. So I give 90. There's advice actually, isn't Good. it? Yeah. Is to always yeah. keep a little um, in the tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah because uh, when I was given 100% um, or oh, you'd be burned out, well, that's the obvious thing. Yeah. But mm. also people feel ownership over you and you don't know how to deal with that. Yes. And when uh, that's you a whole don't know how to deal with that. Yeah. I mean, that's so bizarre. Yeah. People act very, very I can relate strange. to that one. Yeah. And, um, Everyone have you had the stalker experience? Yeah. It's yeah. the weirdest thing in the world, isn't it? Yeah. I had, yeah it's oh not. God, Catherine, we could talk to Wallace all day, couldn't we? I know. We really could. Now, before we let you go, Wallace, oh. we'd be remiss. So obviously, thank you very much for coming thank in today to see us because you have a concert, as we know. So you're gigging around Ireland on your Hands tour. I have to let people know at home. She has an album out, her seventh album called Hands. Um, and right until the end of the year. And then in January, you're heading to the States. If anybody wants to know where you'll be, my dear, please go to wallacebird.com forward slash live and follow at wallacebirdofficial on Instagram. Aw, Wallace, Did I get it so all in? Much. You did. We did. Good. Thank okay. you. <laughs> Guys, what I've had You're amazing. Thank you very, very We're much. We're so honoured to have really, you. Really, really appreciate it. So honoured. Thank, Thank you, Wallace. Wallace Bird, everybody. Yay! <laughs> Cheering for myself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun. And alas, we have come to the end of another episode. I can't believe it. They go so fast. But fear not, though. We put out bite-sized bonus episodes every Monday to keep you going until our main release is on Friday. Our LGBTQ plus quote of the week comes from Sir Ian McKellen, who said... I've never met a gay person who regretted coming out, including myself. Life at last begins to make sense when you are open and honest. Thanks, as always, for listening. And we'll see you same time next week for another trip around the world in 80 Gay!